The Green Bay Packers beat the Tennessee Titans 40 to 4. Wait a minute. I thought the Packers couldn't beat good teams. Nation. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Blew out my voice to do in the second game, Grassi. And tonight we are going to be talking about the Green Bay Packers dominating the Tennessee Titans 40 to 14. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, Homer on the Patreon side of things, we have the Sammy P, we have Kaylee, we have Rebecca Rowe, we have Dustin Shores joining the royalty tier, and we have the standard name, Michael Smith. A big shout and thank you to you all. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have Steven Redeker, we have Tropic Stars, we have Dwayne Maben, we have Hot Meat Sword, Jeremy Boyle, Brandon Flores, a Vagabond, we have Jaden Dewar, we have Generic, Aaron Rainey, Glenn Skippa, Rish, and Alex Deathrose. A big shout out and thank you to all of you. Now, usually what happens in these post-game videos is I go through the offense, I go through the defense, I point out single key players that were allowing us to be successful. But <clears throat> tonight, there's a certain MVP that I really need to shout out. And that's the refs. The refs played amazing for the Green Bay Packers tonight. Not only did they score 40 points on offense, but they held Derrick Henry to under 100 yards. I mean, whether it was the BS offsides call that resulted in zero points for the Packers, or whether it was the stepping out of bounds and how the refs ran over to Mike Vrabel and broke both of his hands so he wasn't able to throw a challenge flag, they played absolutely incredible for us tonight. So the real MVPs are not Aaron Rodgers or A.J. Dillon or Devontae Adams. It's the referees, for they constantly have the Green Bay Packers' backs. And for that, I greatly thank you. So if you are interested in supporting a referee for as little as $9.99 a day, click the link in the description, and you can help the refs win the Packers a Super Bowl. So yeah, the Packers played pretty damn good football tonight. We were looking for a statement game, and oh boy, was this a statement game. This was a complete game. After Friday, I put out that video about CBS Sports throwing shade at the Green Bay Packers. Oh, they've only beaten one winning team. Well, now technically they've beaten the Bears, who are a winning team, and now they've beaten the Titans. So we went from 1-2 and two to 3-2 and two in a weekend. So how's that for your narrative? And unfortunately, the Rams couldn't get it done earlier against the Seahawks, meaning that the Packers are still going to be playing meaningful football next week against the Chicago Bears. And it's as simple as this. If the Green Bay Packers beat the Chicago Bears, boom, they clinch the number one seed overall in the NFC. Or even if the Packers lose to the Bears, if the Seahawks lose to the 49ers, we also clinch. So this game was definitely not meaningless. So let's break down some performances here. Aaron Rodgers was absolutely incredible. 21 for 25, 231 yards, four touchdowns, and one interception. 44 touchdowns on the season. And considering Patrick Mahomes struggled today against the Falcons, I think at this point, Aaron Rodgers is the surefire front runner for the MVP. Throw on top of that is that the Chiefs, they clinched the number one spot in the AFC. And so they really have nothing to play for. You might not see a whole lot of Patrick Holmes next week, and you will see a whole lot of Aaron Rodgers. So 
I think Rodgers is most definitely the shoe in to get MVP this year, unless he has an abysmal game next week. And heading into this game, there was potential that we were going to see a lot of A.J. Dillon, considering Jamal Williams was out, and oh boy, was this the A.J. Dillon coming out party. The quad father. The calf man cometh. A.J. Dillon had himself a freaking fracking game. Out most of the season due to COVID, but he came roaring back and really was like, hey, this is why you drafted me in the second round. And we talked about this. While a lot of Packers fans, including myself at the time, scratched our heads and were like, why the hell are we drafting a running back? And then you looked at Aaron Jones and his upcoming contract and maybe we weren't going to be able to pay him. But I alluded specifically to this Week 16 game and said that, oh, it's going to be great when it's in the snow, in Lambeau, and he is bulldozing people, and that's what he did. 21 carries, 124 yards, and two touchdowns. He is the youngest player in Packers history with 100 rushing yards and two touchdowns in a game. He outrushed Derrick Henry. Now, I don't really usually like to do those comparisons because Derrick Henry was playing our defense and we were playing their defense, but yeah, impressive for A.J. Dillon. And listen, Aaron Jones had some big runs too, going 10 for 94. It looked like he's tweaked his hip during the game. He did wind up coming back and playing. And, you know, he was fine. But this was the A.J. Dillon show. And that young man took the reins and ran with it. In addition, Devontae Adams, 11 for 142 yards and three touchdowns, pulled off the hat trick. Devontae Adams has just continuously been an amazing player this year. In fact, Devontae Adams has 17 touchdowns on the season. He is one away from the franchise record, which is held by Sterling Sharp. He tied the franchise record with Don Hudson today. He is actually only one out of two players in franchise history to have two 100-catch seasons, the other being Sterling Sharp. And after tonight, Rodgers and Adams are actually the most productive and prolific duo in Packers history when it comes to completions. They have 489 completions total. That is more than any QB wide receiver tandem in Packers history. So shout out to both of them. Aaron Rodgers was saying in the press conference how Rodgers has been pretty upfront with this, saying the best player he's ever played with is Charles Woodson. But tonight he said that it's time to start having Devontae Adams in that conversation, and it was beautiful. In addition, you had some other firsts besides A.J. Dillon's first touchdown. You had E.Q. Equinemius St. Brown going one for 21 with his first touchdown. It was nice to see him get his first score. And the defense? Oh, my God. The defense was amazing. It was really good. They shut out the Titans in the first and fourth quarter, only allowing a touchdown before halftime and at the start of the third. And, and Mike Pettin called a really, really good game. Heading into this game, we were all very, very concerned about Derrick Henry, and we held him to under 100 yards. Ryan Tannehill, 11 for 24, 121 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, and on the ground, three for 55 with one touchdown. Derrick Henry... A little over 20 carries, 98 yards. Max gain was 10 yards. Yeah. The defense prepped for him and prepped really, really damn well. Their leading receiver was A.J. Brown, who got four receptions for 43 yards. Our defense swarmed Tannehill. A ton of pressure, forced two sacks, 10 passes defended total. On top of that, Christian Kirksey got an interception. You also had Darnell Savage, who got one interception and alone three passes defended. This is his fourth pick of the year. Darnell Savage over these past couple of games has really flourished in being an amazing safety. If you look on the other side of that, while Ricky Wagner did go out with an injury, Corey Lindsley coming back off of IR, our offensive line did fantastic this evening, only allowing one sack. And of course, there was the Malcolm Butler interception, which Aaron Rodgers was like, yeah, that, that was my bad. But if you take away anything from this game, this is why the Packers need home field advantage. 
it is very difficult to come and play in Lambeau in the cold. And especially when we start getting into January, a lot of the playoff teams right now for the NFC have not done that. You look at some of the top contending teams, the Saints, the Buccaneers, the Rams. They do not play in the cold. On top of that, you have a Seahawks team who usually struggles when they come to Lambeau. The only team that is pretty used to the cold at this point is the Bears if they're able to sneak in. But Aaron Rodgers in his entire career has never had an NFC Championship game played at home. And right now, if the Green Bay Packers play like they did today with the defense, with the offense firing, they can win a Super Bowl. Now, I'm not going to jump the gun or anything like that, but this was a statement game. And they proved to the league that they're a damn good football team tonight. So as it stands, the Green Bay Packers are 12-3. and They have one game remaining in the regular season against the Chicago Bears, which is to clinch the NFC. It has been flexed to 425 Eastern. Should be a hell of a game because those Bears are going to be hungry and trying to get into the playoffs. So that's going to be one hell of a game. And to end this season, I can't think of a better way. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy, all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go!